call this new on the tube. <laughs> new on the tube. New yeah. on the tube. Listen, um, we just concluded not too long ago a whole barrage of season finales uh but this time we're going to talk about some premieres and not necessarily tv shows but what's new on the tube either a mini series or a movie or maybe even a season or two of a new show let's start with netflix now oh. if you don't know anything about netflix i oh. think they release something new every single week like literally, yeah, if you're bored, actually, there's no reason to ever be bored and have a Netflix subscription mm. <laughs> ever, mm. ever. Mm. Uh, Safe is a new show on Netflix in its first season. It's mm. only eight episodes, so it's not a huge commitment, um, but it is something interesting if you want to hang in there and plunge through it. Yeah, so um, we are across the pond. We're in England again. Uh, but the lead, uh, Doctor, the character's Dr. Tom Delaney, is played by Michael C. Hall. Who, and that's an American actor, Dexter. Yes, yes. Six feet under. Yeah, yeah. So wait a minute. We don't usually see that where they yeah. allow an American to play a British. I love oh, it. Good. What's going on? Oh, and by the way, this is uh, created by crime author Harlan Coben. So he is uh, a widowed surgeon. Yes, and he has two daughters. Um, his older daughter goes missing. Oh, dear. Uh, so he has to find her, right? Yeah. And along the way, he unearths the secrets of the townsfolk. So there are all kinds of things going on. Are they related or not? You have to watch to find out. I will say this. The pace is brisk in the show. Um, but there's nothing here for me to care about. Oh, ouch. It is not enough just to say, oh, a guy has a daughter who goes missing. No. We've seen this numerous times. Who is this guy? Who is the daughter? Why do I care? Uh, they didn't do quite enough to hook me that way. So it was kind of like just watching it passively go by me. Yeah. Um, but if this is your genre, <laughs> then hey, you can check it out. It's on Netflix. No one's stopping you. Um, and, and you'll see whether it stands up to your criteria or not. Now, talking about another Brit that's been all over the everywhere this uh, year. I, he's having an amazing year, especially with Infinity War. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is on yeah. Showtime in a miniseries uh, that started on the 12th of May. It's called Patrick Melrose, and I'm sure that is the titular... <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Just had to use one of your words. Uh, and I hear that, you know, he's got some Sherlock tendencies. <laughs> Shall uh, yeah. we say some Sherlock demons that he's battling with? Um, but you'll explain that a little more. But, and again, this is a mini series, so it's only five um, installments. That's right. And it's uh, based on uh, the stories by Edward St. Alvin. Okay. Okay. Also called Patrick Melrose. Now... Patrick, oh boy. Played by Benedict. Played by Benedict. It's set in uh, the early 80s, 
but then there's some flashbacks. So we're introduced to Patrick in the guise, the form of Benedict. And he's a wealthy guy who has a drug problem. And that's the Sherlock tendency I was referring to. And he is notified that his father has died. Mm. He needs to go across the pond to New York City to pick up the ashes. Okay. Now, Patrick hates his father. Oh. And again, he's on drugs. He's, okay. So he goes, okay, fine. I'll, I'll kick the habit. I've done that before. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Not now, he's getting on the plane doing this. So you can imagine the results. So the first episode is all about this fiasco. Him pretending to quit drugs, but not really. He still has contacts in New York City to get what he needs. Okay. So we see that kind of underground. And we see him struggle with actually going to view his father's body, pick up the ashes. Is that going to work out well or not? Now, his father is played by Hugo Weaving. Mm, Lord of the Rings. Matrix. Matrix. Hobbit. Mama's played Mm -hmm. by Jennifer Jason Leigh. Oh, hateful eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's when he's a kid, of course. So they're playing that. This, if you think of these two actors, these aren't the parents you would want. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, if they're casting them, you go, something's off. We see that hinted at in episode one. In episode two, we see it for real. So episode two is mainly in flashback form. Very little Benedict in this one. And we see little Patrick being terrorized uh, by his father. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, a moment happens that's highly tragic and disturbing. And this is something that, of course, they're trying to say, this is why we have the Patrick of episode one. Now, we also see others' perspectives of his father not only uh, Patrick's mother, but also his father's so-called friends who are frightened of it. Oh. So look, this is going way back. I think it's the 60s when he's a kid, something like that. Nothing's politically correct. It's dark, but they have the actors to do it. Oh, okay. Okay. So my question now, because there are only three episodes left, my question watching this though, I haven't found the reason to watch it. And this is tough to watch. So I need that. It, and it's not superlative where you go, okay, I don't care because it's so good. It's good, but it's tough. So I will see in episode three whether they really give that reason or not. Right now, I don't know, but you now know whether you should check this out or not based on what I said. So again, I think your caution, just to make sure the listeners know that there is a subject matter that's very difficult yeah. to watch and you have to get through that. Yeah, even compared to the other difficult subject matter. Yes. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Oh, dear listeners, we have a wonderful opportunity for you. Yes. Is this a giveaway? This is a giveaway. Guess what? What? We are giving away at Why Watch That three, and I repeat, three copies of a pretty awesome combo. Are you ready? I know what it is. Gladiator and... Braveheart. What? 
two of our favorite movies. We love those movies here at Why Watch That. You have a chance to win one of three copies of a Gladiator Braveheart combo. Now, what's in this combo, hmm. Critic? Well, first of all, it's Blu-ray. Ooh. Okay. And each movie is three discs of full of a 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray with a digital Dang. copy. Oh, so oh. one for Gladiator, one for Braveheart. And look, you get all kinds of special features. Of course, look, this is Blu-ray. You know you're going to get a commentary. You know you're going to get certain missing scenes or whatever else they do. And you yes. get the movie itself. I mean, really, look, it's available too on May 15th. So if you don't get the giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Now, listen, you can go to our website, whywatchthat.com slash giveaways, or you can just go straight to Why Watch That and fish around because we've got some awesome things on the site. And we're going to announce the winners June 1st. So you don't have that much time. Yeah. What we suggest you do is to go to our website. You can enter that way, but there are other ways. You can subscribe to our, um, you can you can subscribe to our show. You can shout us out on uh, social media. Lots of ways to enter, but we encourage you to do it now. This is an American story. Little Women um, on PBS is back as a miniseries. It's a three-parter. And you may remember, some of you may remember, there was a movie out with Winona Ryder, and I think Susan Sarandon was in it, among other people. Um, And I'm sure most of you or many of you have read the book. It's back. It's it's an hour new version for you know people who didn't watch the movie and the question really is with this classic did it add to Hmm. little women or did it take away do we need to watch it yeah um well look we know little women is about uh the four march sisters yes um and their mother uh their father is off he is a clergyman and he falls ill, the mother has to leave to go take care of him. One of the daughters falls ill, and so on. We have across the way, there's a neighbor, a young one of them is a young man who has um, a tutor, so you know what's gonna happen. Yeah. They go skating on you know, the ice, you know what's gonna happen. So there we go. I mean, who hasn't read the book or seen this in some way? So the question is, as the ref was asking, What's the point? Like, do we need this? I don't think we need it. No. no. I don't think we need it. Is it bad? No. Now, this is uh, this time it's adapted by Heidi Thomas, who created Call the Midwife. Yes, which is a very popular, very, very popular show. So if you like that kind of thing, I think this will be fine. But I do have to say that that movie you mentioned, Ref, with Winona Ryder, I would rather see that. Like, I don't know why I need to watch this. They didn't give me that uh, clear reason. Kind of like when we were talking about Howard's End. Even though I think Howard's End is better than this. 
Uh, that doesn't, again, mean that this is bad. I just, there's no urgency here. Mm. I, I don't, I'm not with them. Like, I'm not ready to cry with them or anything like that. Um, it's just fine. Uh, so there you go. And it's, you have Emily Watson playing the mother. I mean, oh yeah. Dylan Baker plays the father, by the way, which is hilarious. Oh, interesting. And you have a bunch of, of younger actors doing what they do. Also, Ref, you just think about Pride and Prejudice. Oh, 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 oh. You know, okay, instead of five sisters here, it's four. You know, the oldest one is beautiful. The second oldest is, you know, kind of prickly. You know, <laughs> the, the, the middle one plays the piano. The youngest needs to be, uh, you know, ringed in. Like, okay. So there you go, little women. All right. So if you need that fix, that, that pride and prejudice, that essence, that time period fix. Yeah, with an American uh, spin, right? With an American spin, you may want to give it a go. Listen, we're going to end it with HBO's uh, latest movie that came out very recently mm. uh, called Fahrenheit 451. Yes, it's based on the very famous book. It is a movie, so there's not installments. It's just a one and go. It's produced by, uh, co-produced, excuse me, by Michael B. Jordan, who stars in it, uh, his new production company. This is its first production. Uh, so we've got Michael Shannon. We've got a couple other people. And interesting enough, we'll both give our takes, but I'll let the ref go. Oh, you're going to let yourself go or me? <laughs> go ahead. Let go, so, go for it, buddy. So for Fahrenheit 451, there's a movie made in the 60s of this. I did not see it. So here we go again where you go, do I need this or not? Mm-hmm. What's happening in Fahrenheit 451 is we're in a dystopian future where books are banned because they're dangerous of course, if you read a book, it's going to turn you into a person you've never been before. Of course, because that's how humans work. So <laughs> they decide to burn all the books that they find. And if you are found with physical books, then they have a way of erasing you from society. You're an we, eel. Yeah, exactly. We won't get into exactly what that means in this iteration. But that's what's going on there. Now, we have Michael B. Jordan playing Guy Montag, the main character the protagonist here but he's a firefighter and firefighters at this time burn no, he's the books. a fireman fireman yeah so they burn the books mm -hmm. instead of putting out the fires his mentor boss is played <laughs> by michael shannon captain <laughs> baby and the captain has been grooming him since childhood to take over to become a captain himself so he's right on the cusp of that but what is in the past of Guy? Ooh. What has he experienced? Something involving his father and so on. And when he sees a book, uh -oh. what happens to him? <laughs> and where does that lead him? Okay, so that's what's going on. Now there's also this thing that uh, observes everybody in a big brother style, right? So you have that, you're being observed. Uh, you know, they have their, their uh, mirrors, are essentially like big tablets. Um, so there's still uh, a form of internet, even though the old one is blasphemous and, you know, outlawed. But that's a way for the state to maintain its control. And it's even like Handmaid's Tale where they need to go to Canada and get away. I mean, you know. <laughs> so 
<laughs> I'll have to say, and then you can tell us what your thoughts are, Ref. For me, I didn't see a reason to watch this. I saw the 1966 movie. That was fine. It fit its time. It was it was kind of amusing to see that take. This take here to me is pedestrian and I didn't buy it. Like the whole book thing was silly almost. <laughs> silly. What do you mean by that? Well, you you don't believe it. You you're just like, okay, this this big thing about the books and and I won't even tell you how they uh preserve the books. Okay, there's a way they do that. But I will say this. Candy Alexander shows up. <laughs> and I watched it until she showed up, which was, they're smart, because it wasn't until late in the movie. <laughs> so I just waited for her to come in and put her, you know, spin on things. And did she do it? Of course. But she, you just never know what kind of candy you're going to get. That's why I had to see that. Yeah. Um, and uh, Sophia Butella is in it as well, and she does a good job. So, what do you think, Ref? You know, I'm going to end it with this. I don't need to go on. I wanted this to work. I really did. I wanted yeah. it to work um, only because I, I I do respect, of course you respect Michael Shannon. He's just yeah. uh, one of the great actors of our generation that is sort of under the radar. I mean, people know it. Mm -hmm. But you, you don't realize how many movies well, he's actually in. Because everyone's afraid of him, so they yes, try to forget. Yes, I, I would not actually. <laughs> if I saw if I saw Michael Shannon, I probably would cross the street. <laughs> I'd be a little nervous. So you do respect Michael Shannon. You respect HBO. Um, mm -hmm. I respect I respect Michael B. Jordan's yeah. efforts. Yeah. As far as um, with his production company wanting to get this out there, I'm not quite sure why it was on HBO. It didn't feel you know, like like an edgy kind of story that HBO yeah. would highlight. But, you know, whatever. At the end of the day, when I finished it, I can't really fault the actors as much as the writing and the directing. Yeah. It was a little bit, not even a little bit, I'm sorry. It was all over the place. And it didn't give me a chance to dig my heels in and actually care Yes. about the actors or about the characters rather. Mm -hmm. So when they were going through some really traumatic things or when it was time to burn a book, I I just didn't care. No. I didn't care. Absolutely. I, and and that's and that's unfortunate and is this something that I'll watch again and again and again? Probably not, um, unfortunately. But what I will say to you listeners, if you're the type of person who loves to watch movies that are adapted from books because you're like a you're a literary person why not just why not give it a go uh i can't guarantee anything but why you know if you really need to see an adaptation um because you love the book or you love books it is an interesting comment on our modern day society you know the way we're going uh so we're you can burn give books it a, i guess <laughs> you can give it you can give it a try so there you go listen we're not anywhere near finished with television. I know I say that a lot, but literally there's so much we'll to never talk be about. Never ever be finished. <laughs> but you can go to our website at whywatchthat.com and check out our latest reviews of the different TV shows and different seasons that we've been talking about as well as any movies. We also have a couple giveaways. So if you go onto the giveaway tab, you might be a, one of the lucky winners to walk away with some pretty cool things. So please, mm. Keep it locked and loaded right there at whywatchthat.com. Until then, 
enjoy TV.